0: It is time for another edition of the Two Bums and a Mike Sports Podcast. And as always, you can listen to us on Spotify. Spotify for podcasts. There's Apple Podcasts and everywhere that you get your podcast. You can follow us on our socials on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All at Two Bums and a Mike. I am Mike Marzen. And as always, I am joined by my lifelong friend, Christian Landreth. Christian, the NFL preseason has officially come and gone. And we are now looking into week one of the NFL season.
1: So how are we, how, how are we feeling after this weekend? I, I'm feeling excited, you know, uh, it's, all, the, you know, the start of football season. And, uh, you know, uh, they're, I'm just excited to see how this team, you know, plays this year. And, you know, all the guys that, you know, are here, the young guys that develop and just, you know, you know, see the team, you know, come together and you know, make some improvements and you know, hopefully, uh, be better than last year, which is the goal. So, yeah, hold them better I'm... than last
0: year. <laughs> I would really hope so. Well, yeah. Uh, I mean, like looking into this preseason, it's like they won the first game with rough, roughly a whole bunch of the starters in the first quarter. Good plays. To DJ Moore and oh god, who was the who was the other guy that he threw to? He threw to and somebody else. I forget off the top of my head. And everything looked fine. Everyone was kind of excited, like okay, here we go. This looks pretty good. And then we get to week two of the preseason, and Justin Fields and most of the starters didn't play at all. So there wasn't really much to look at there, other than all the backups and all the young guys that are vying for spots on the roster. And then we just have week three of this preseason that just came and went. And Justin Fields played a little bit, but he got rocked. Did you see that play where he got hit, man? He got rocked. He did. He, he did get rocked. Here, here's Kevin that just joined us. <laughs> as uh, we weren't sure if you were going to join us, but you know what? Better late than never. What's going on? What's going on? I'm okay, talking man. We're, we are currently talking about the Bears in the preseason. and Looking forward to week one of oh, the NFL season.
2: Good. Yeah, I just saw that they dropped their, what, their third string QB or there was second string. Yeah, they, we were talking about how Justin Fields started off the third game of
0: this preseason. That just happened yep. over this weekend. He was playing. He was doing pretty well. He looked good, and then he got rocked. He got hit pretty good off of a screenplay. And they immediately took him out of the game. Oh, and okay. and it's like, well, I, okay, well, obviously they took him out because they got hit hard. And they don't want him to get any more injuries. It's like, okay, that's enough. We've seen enough. You know, take him out. Yeah. You know, and for preseason, it's like, okay, that makes sense. You know, but Matt Iberflus went on to the media later that day after the game and goes, oh, well, well actually, Justin Fields hit his uh, play, play limit and we didn't want him to... Do anymore, and it just so happened that he got hit hard right there, but he had just reached his like throw limit. Like, what? Uh, I, a- I don't, I don't I, that. I I think that's a lot of BS if you ask me. Because, like, like again, we've talked about this before with the Chicago fan base, you can't BS us, yeah. When oh. we're not a Kansas City, we're not a freaking North Dakota collegiate college team, like, we. We can see past the BS of when, especially with coaches and them talking about stuff like this. It's like you could just just own it. That's all we ask you to do. Just own it. Like, yeah, you know what? Justin Fields got hit pretty hard, and we want him to be ready for the week one against the Packers. He had two drives, and he looked pretty good. And he get, and we wanted him to finish the drive, but he got it. just like you know what? We've seen enough. Take him out. Just own it. That's all we really ask. Don't play this BS game of like, well, actually he, he just so happened to reach his throw limit. Like, no. 13? Like, that's such an odd number to have it at. Yeah. You have, you have it like coaches always do like, you know, 10, 15, 20, whatever the case may be. You don't do 13. That's such a weird number. That that, that That's BS. You can't tell me that's BS. Yeah.
2: It's, that, that is really weird that they're like the same play It's two coincidental yeah it's just, just call it as it is yeah just call it
0: as it is just hold up to it that's all we had like what do you think Christian like because you were watching the game on Saturday I wasn't able to because I was in Iowa 460 miles total from there and back for a professional wrestling show which we can definitely talk about later if we want to but Christian you were, you were watching the game like did you
1: see that play at all and what were your thoughts in that moment oh well funny you should say that actually uh I tried to watch it, but it was, uh, it was like blacked out and I couldn't, uh, I couldn't watch it on YouTube TV. I tried, but it was for some reason, like the area wasn't, I wasn't able to watch it. So no, I, I didn't, I saw like the a replay of it and I mean, he didn't get like, I mean, it wasn't like he got rocked, like his like helmet oh, flew off and everything. Yeah. But for the preseason, he got hit pretty hard. Yeah, so I, I think, I think definitely it, it was probably a little bit of, you know, him, you know, Eberfield's being like, all right, let's, let's try to be cautious here. But I mean, a lot, a lot of people have very short leashes in preseason. I mean, Mahomes didn't throw a snap, like he didn't play at all, you know, a, a lot of, you know, a lot of players don't play at all during the preseason uh, just because that, you know the The fear of them getting hurt is greater than the, you know, need for them to play in preseason games where it doesn't matter. Yeah. So hearing that is like
0: they, they talked about this so much on sports radio this last week and into today, honestly. So I guess this would be a good topic for all of us to talk about is that that comparison of. How much do you want your players to be, you know, good as in they're ready to go physically? They're not hurt or anything for week one, but how much do you want them to be good in a sense of good and ready to go and playing ability wise and all the rust is out and they're prepared physically and mentally ready to go for the season, getting the reps in. What do you want more? More rest, so they're more ready to go, playing wise, or more playing time in the preseason, so all the rest is out, and they're more gelled together, scheme, a uh, playing scheme wise. Like, what do you want more? Do you want them to be more rested up or play more to get ready for Week One? Like, what what do you want more? I, I
1: think it's a mixture of both. I think,
0: but 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 the thing is, is like you you can't the the way that the NFL is run nowadays, is, at least with coaches is like there is no mixture it's one or the other, it's either like you said, like Patrick Mahomes and them don't play at all because they don't want him to get hurt for the regular season or you have him play to get ready to go for the season because practice can only do so much, you actually have to get in there and play with guys trying to run at you and rip your head off to get ready Practice can only do so much. Like Tom Brady has famously gone on many interviews and said, "I need to play in the preseason and I need to get hit hard so that I'm ready for the season." So, like, okay, now let's get this show on the road. I'm here. Let's do it. You know, like,
2: yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a mixture of both, respectively. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, from my opinion, like, I understand, but I never really understood why a lot of the main guys weren't playing because. I understand maybe you don't want them doing full games or maybe have them play a couple full games, but like, I'm going to be honest, I don't truly see a benefit of them. Like your starters, not playing a good amount in the preseason because the point is to prepare yourself for the regular season. So if they're on the bench, you're not being, you're not preparing, you're just sitting on the sidelines. Yeah, like for the preseason, like I, I, I'll push back a little bit from you, Kevin. It's like I'll, I'll never like for a
0: preseason, I will never tell a quarterback or the main starting team to be out there for a full preseason game. I'll never like that. That's too much because this season is so long and grueling on their bodies. Seventeen games and then playoffs if they get lucky of just constantly getting hit by cars essentially with all that force. It's like I'll never ask a player to play a full preseason game, but like I'll say. A quarter to start off, and then maybe a quarter and a half as the two like games go on, on. What
2: I mean is, even if you do a full game throughout the preseason, like a total a throughout the three games. There. What are you saying? Yeah, so over a couple of games. I mean, I'd even say you know one full game, and then you don't have to pull, But I think it's better, better laid out if you do, you know, a quarter, a quarter a game maybe. Yeah, a quarter of a game, quarter and a half. Yeah, get out there, get moving, get in. The rhythm of getting hit hard. I mean, because if you don't, and you're sitting on the sidelines, and you and you play for five minutes, you're you're not going to be ready for the for the regular season. You're just
1: not. Like, uh, I, I and I also have to uh, kind of push back. It's like uh, Aaron Rodgers played his uh, first uh, played in his first season, like 2015. Uh, Patrick Mahomes didn't play. And he's probably going to be a contender for MVP. Well, well, well,
0: well. For that, that's different because these are proven guys. Patrick Mahomes has literally won two Super Bowls. Aaron Rodgers is a former, like, what, two-time MVP and a former Super Bowl winner. Like these guys are proven that they are the guys, and they they can do this with whoever they throw out on the field. The Bears don't. Justin Fields is not proven. Basically, at all. He's proven that he can run, but he hasn't proven yet that he can be that number one QB like a Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers esque. He simply hasn't. And this team is coming off a 3 and 14 season with a lot of new young guys. If you look at this team with the 53-man roster, about 30 of them or 25 and under. That is a young team a lot of them are draft picks and, un- and undrafted free agents. So, like, you need that time to gel and mold together and realize, okay, that guy actually does this, like, little sidestep here, so I know he's going to do that. And just all these little different things of playing with your teammates to get a good feel of how you're going to perform in the regular season. You need that time to prepare, right? Right, all right Christian?
1: I mean, yeah, but I mean, then the counterpart is that you play him more and then he gets hit and he gets hurt and he's out for the full year. Then what do you do? Okay, I get that point, And I feel like <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm old school with this point of
0: view. Call me that. Old school. I don't really care. But like, this is football. You, you get paid to get hit. That's the point of the game. You can't bubble wrap these guys just because they might get injured. Then what's the point of even playing them to begin with if you're afraid that they might get injured? I understand that there is that risk. It's the preseason. These don't really matter in the whole grand scheme of things. But, like, you need them out there. You need, For this specific situation with the Bears... You need to get out there. You can't be afraid so much that they might get injured so that they don't play and on to mentally and physically prepared for the regular season. Because, again, practice can only do so much. A real game is the real test of, like, okay, this didn't work because we need to, job, we need to work on this more. Okay, so now let's work on it in practice. So then when we get to the game, do it well and to try that's what the preseason's for i guess you you can't bubble wrap these players you can't be scared because they might get injured injuries happen people get hit that's how sports work not just it's always going to happen and that's just the name of the game you can't be so hesitant to play guys because they might get injured it's football you get hit that's the point that's what you signed up for All right. Are we, are me and Michael or not? No, no, this is, no, like, Uh, Christian, uh, Christian, it's like, Christian, this, this is what the discussion is called. Like, it's not just because you and I disagree. Like, I like talking like this with you because I like, I give you my points and why I I I wasn't, I wasn't saying,
1: I I wasn't saying it was bad or anything. I I was just, I was just pointing back that, you know, we have different viewpoints. No, that's fine
0: I So uh, with that counterpoint So like When I say that What do you counter with?
1: Uh, it's just
0: Because you're on the You're on that perspective of You know You'd rather Not play them Than play them If you had to choose p- To prevent them from being injured Correct? Well I'm not saying Don't play them at all But Yeah I know you're not saying Not playing them at all But I'm saying You'd rather more or less than not Not play them Because they might get injured in the preseason. Then, if you get injured in preseason, all the season's done. I get that, but you also have to take that other point. So, when I give my
1: point on that, what is your counterpoint? I mean, my my counterpoint would be just you know, I mean, I don't know if there is gonna be one. Uh, Got him shook. No. Got uh, the, I got him rattled. <laughs> like...
0: Well, I guess I guess we'll leave it at I have Christian rattled and <laughs> yeah, okay,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, He got me rattled. Yeah, totally. I mean, my mind, my mind has changed. Well, I I told you to do a counterpoint, and you're like, I don't know. Well, I got I got, I got him rattled.
0: Got him rattled. <laughs> But like yeah. but but you like you get you get our perspectives though, Christian, of that it's like obviously we don't want them out there for every single second of every single preseason game. That's not at all what we're saying. We're saying that we want them in there for a quarter or quarter and a half every game to get those reps in because just having two drives maybe in the first game makes sense because you know you're working out the kings and you're getting the floor, but then these next two games like you need to play to get that rust out. Like, do like, does that make sense at all?
1: I mean, I mean, kind of, I mean, but you know, they've, they've had, you know, it also goes back to, you know, they've had training camp, you know, they have practices. So they, they've been, it's not like, you know, like the game happens and then they're doing nothing.
2: Yeah. But you got to remember though, like training camp
1: is great and practice is great. I mean, that's, that's
2: essential to a, uh, A Super Bowl team but if you don't get live reps with an opponent with an opposing team then it's it it doesn't do you much let me let me ask you this because we all played baseball growing up
0: right correct so let me put it to you this way we're practicing and we were only practicing for for everything up until the season right We don't have any practice games, no live pitching of it. It's all just hitting off a tee or soft toss. Just hitting off of that, getting a swing, just that, just that, just that. So would you be prepared, ready to go into a game against a live pitcher who's throwing, you know, 75, 80, however many fast miles an hour when this whole time you've been only practicing and just working on hitting off a tee? Are you prepared for that? Would you be prepared for that? No, I mean, I, I know I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be because I even faced live pitching of any sort of way. Whether it's a scrimmage game or an exhibition against another team, I I personally would need to face live pitching to at least get my timing down and seeing it come out of his hand and like, okay, I need to be faster or I need to hold back a little bit more. Like, I need that practice in there at least of something to get that rhythm down of seeing live pitching and being in an actual game atmosphere. That's just me, but like,
2: is is that a good comparison? It, it's essential. You you have to, you have to play live. You know, you gotta hit against a live pitcher to get that feeling and to get the true rhythm of how you want to attack it when you walk up to the plate. You yeah. know, if you're doing soft toss for for three months,
0: it, it you'll it, get that you'll get that swing yeah, down. Yeah, and everything will be, will be
2: fine. But it won't. You won't have that feeling of. Oh crap! I'm going up against a live pitcher. This guy wants to strike me out. There, the, you know, there's that mental portion of it. There's the physicality portion of it. Um, I think you can really only get from going up against an opponent. I agree, Christian. Counterpoint? Oh my God! <laughs> I got him rattled. I got
0: him. Uh, no, not you. Not me. You did. You got him rattled that time. We're here for a good time. Well, here, this is all in good fun. Well, just this is just a discussion. This is this is literally why we made this podcast a year and a half ago. Like, we're, we're, yeah, we're, we're not all going to agree on everything. That's the point, yeah. but that's the point. That's what makes a yeah. good if podcast is
2: that it'd be a short podcast and no one would it'd have... be
0: boring, yeah. and boring as all hell. Well, just oh, yeah, this is bad. Oh, this is good. This is bad. blah blah blah. That's boring, dude. I want to have discussions, I want to talk about stuff. You know like so this i love doing this this is why we all did this like, can you believe
2: that we've also done this for a year and a half that's insane honestly like it, it doesn't feel <laughs> like it's been that long what are we gonna do for our two-year celebration i don't why, know i had I, I, I,
0: a baseball park i'm gonna be honest i was thinking about that today of like we're not not somewhat getting close but we're like what we're, we're on the we're on that train now of coming up to a two-year mark which would be march of next year like, one was in September right now? One was in the fall? Jesus, going to Vegas. No, we're not going to
2: Vegas. We got to go see Oakland V2. <laughs> they
0: Oakland, uh, <laughs> The athletics would not be
2: the Vegas athletics until four or five years from now, whatever keeping, it is. I didn't even think about that. Are they keeping athletics?
0: Most likely? I would
2: yeah, imagine I so. Think, I mean, the
1: Raiders kept Raiders, so. I yeah. I
2: didn't think they would change it. I was just curious if there was a decision to... I wouldn't I, I I wouldn't be
0: surprised either way. I wouldn't be surprised if they changed it, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they kept it. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised either way. It makes sense both ways. What would Ricky?
2: What's up? You what, would, out there. what would Ricky Henderson think? What does Ricky Henderson have to do with any of this? He's fast and he's on the ace. Yeah, so Is it's all e- well, it's everything. It's everything to you? He can bunt and this man can hit the gas. Fantastic <laughs> He's MLB. only
0: the all-time steals leader in
2: baseball, so... Yeah, that makes sense. He's so good to play in MLB. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> is that why... He's, he's, because he, he's really good in MLB, the show? Oh, yeah, I mean, he's a GOAT in real life. And then they made him goaded horse in the game, so I was like, all right, say less. Is he still alive? Huh? Yes. Is he? He's old? He's old. I don't know. I've never I have never heard
0: of Ricky Henderson out in the public of any kind. Let me let me look real quick. I have no idea if he's still
1: alive. I don't know who he is, if he is right now.
0: Ricky Henderson. Yes. Yeah, he's still alive. We, yeah, he's sixty four. He's, 64. Oh, he's from Chicago.
2: No. He's young. And he's and he's from the
0: and He was born in Chicago, right. yeah. Yeah, that's what I, what I just said. He was born in Chicago. Hey, he's from
2: the right city. My man. <laughs> Nickname the man of steel as in <laughs> stealing a base. He's a goat. He's a goat. He's a goat. He very much is. I want him to <laughs> sign a ball or like a ball cap or something. I need I need a I need an autograph something from him. 3055 hits. <clears throat> Almost 300 home runs. 1400
0: stolen bases. 1406 stolen bases. <laughs>
2: He knows how to get things done. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs>
0: um, Kev, let me ask you this yeah. did Did you watch any of the Ahsoka series? Because you had mentioned no. last week that you, that you, no, that you wanted to go think... over to like a, like a TV or movie show review, and I saw the first two episodes. Yeah, I did not get around to it. Ooh, it's very, very good. I very much enjoyed the first two episodes. The first two episodes, like every other series, essentially sets up the remainder of the show of what what's gonna happen.
2: Yeah, that's my Can I my my about it. He uh, he watched it. He said it was awesome. So I'm all right. I gotta watch it.
0: Can I at least tell you like what 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 like the plot is at least to begin with? Won't give away <laughs> anything, but like yeah, what exactly it is.
2: Um, yeah, no, most definitely. You get to go over the plot. Just don't do anything uh, that would spoil anything for me. Oh, yeah. No, I won't. I won't spoil anything.
0: Um. Essentially, like, did you watch Star Wars Rebels? I watched most of it. Okay. So what this show is, is essentially picking up where that show left off, in a sense. How that show ended, they pick up, it's like... I want to say it's like 10 years later. Or some sort of time after this, that show ended. Of Star Wars Rebels. And it picks up with a lot of those characters. Like obviously Ahsoka Tano. It's, it's her show. But it picks up with um, General uh, Syndulla. The pilot. The, the green character from Rebels. Whatever her alien species is called. And uh, oh god what's her name? The Mandalorian. Zabine uh, Wren the Mandalorian that was in that show too, that was in the kind of like ragtag team with Ezra Bridger as the other Jedi. It picks up with those characters now in live action. And it's from what happened at the end of Star Wars Rebels to now they're starting again, essentially. It's with those characters. Sounds like I got some doubles. Yeah, I know there's... I know if you go on shout out to this YouTube channel that I watch for a bunch of Easter eggs. If you go to New Rock Stars, okay. there's they're specifically making videos now of essentially going over all the big plot lines for the, like the three seasons or four seasons, however much there was, of Star Wars Rebels. And they do it in like a 20-minute video for each season. So oh. if you want something really quick, I would go watch that because yeah, they're doing a really good, really good job of that. But I loved watching Star Wars Rebels. So it it seems like the plot is just Picking up about Five, six, however many years later From the end of Star Wars Rebels and this is where the show is This is after the Galactic Empire Has fallen Nice So it's after the timeline of episode six Of some sort The first order hasn't been made yet So it's somewhere in between there But It's so far I loved it the live-action character, like seeing Sabine Ren and General uh, Syndulla in live-action form, is like wow. That's it's so cool to see because you know I only know them from Star Wars Rebels as the cartoon characters, but seeing them in live-action, uh, it was cool. I very much recommend going and watching it. It was a good show and I don't know how many episodes it was going to be, but I'm very excited to keep watching this, this show
2: So I very much. I'm ready for more Mandalorian already. Are they making more? I hope so, man. They may not be. Do they? Because they made what? Three seasons? Mm, is it two or three yeah. seasons
0: of Mandalorian? Three, yeah, I think three. Three seasons. I know they're making a second season of Boba Fett. At least I think they are. And I would. I mean, more Mandalorian is great. That that's dude. The Mandalorian is what kicked off Disney Plus. Yeah, that's kind of. You guys remember that? Like. Mandalorian was like the selling factor for getting Disney Plus in the first place. Yeah, it was like all these old Disney Channel movies and shows from childhood, but then this brand new thing that nobody's ever seen before in the Star Wars world—the Mandalorian—in live action, and it's like, ooh, it's different, it's cool, and that's what—and and Baby Yoda, God, God, Grogu, screwed. Grogu, <laughs> the very first episode that that just went viral so quick, Baby Yoda. God, we could talk about Star Wars for hours, but yeah, (laughs) very, very much. Both of you go watch Ahsoka, the new series on Disney
2: Plus. Very much worth your time, I would argue. You know what I'm trying to get? I gotta get. uh, Christian said he's in. I want to watch all the Trailer Park Boys. No, no, I, I I want, I no, no, no. I watched seven seasons when I was in college, and there's 14 total. I'm gonna be honest. I I, I love that you lo- that you like the show and want to watch it.
0: I'm gonna be honest. It looks like the dumbest show on the face oh, of the Christian, planet. dude, you will love
2: it, bro. Like, I I know Christian well enough to like get the vibe, and he will love this show.
0: No, I, I am won't. the liquor.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. All right, yeah, we gotta we gotta plan uh, a day here, Christian, to start watching that. Kev, you want me to watch the full like eight
0: seasons or whatever of the Sopranos yeah well, it, well that's gotta happen it, Kevin it, it's not it's <laughs> It's gonna, it's, Kev, it, it's gonna it's take a long time. time I know I keep hearing that it is but it's just like I don't have that time right well,
2: now little, to well, watch that man little. we'll go little by little
1: I mean Breaking Bad kind of has something to say about that well, but I'm uh, gonna be
2: honest Breaking Bad's amazing
1: they are overrated. And,
2: excuse, excuse me.
1: Excuse me. Overrated.
2: Breaking Bad and Sopranos
1: are like
2: super close to the number 1 show of all time. Call they, me a hater, don't care. Breaking oh, Bad you overrated.
1: All right, Mr. HGTV, move that bus. All right. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Do not talk
0: bad about Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Don't I'm, talk. I'm going about, about to I like
2: HGTV. Don't hate on it. Yeah, I don't, don't hate it. on it. But at the don't same time, it. come on, you gotta watch Breaking Bad. I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at Breaking
0: Bad. I'm just saying, personally, for me, I don't see the hype.
2: Have Can you, you watched me- it though?
0: I've tried to, I tried to get into it. It's just like, it's just not for me. It just, I didn't get it. Like, it just didn't well, we'll seem make like it for you. We'll make it for you. <laughs> it just didn't seem like anything I would, I was interested in. Like, there's so many me. Like, I, I feel like I'm with that with so many things. Of like, when something is just. So immensely popular and just with anything. It's hard for me to get into it because like everybody's yeah, into Mike, it and Mike then likes what,
1: all the underground not popular stuff.
0: It's no, I don't do that on purpose. It's just how I am. It's like what, like the bird box or breaking bad or what what was what am I thinking of? Um holy crap. What's the show with the dragon? that everybody got uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, Game, Game, of Thrones. Of, Game of Thrones, like everybody got into Game of Thrones and I tried watching it Was like you, Kevin, Abby, and Abby, and I tried watching it, it's like, I, it's, I don't get it. I don't get the hype with it. It just, it didn't make sense to me. It just, it wasn't good to me. And it's like those type of shows, like I try to get into so many things and some things I just not into like Breaking Bad, kind of overrated to me. That's just me personally. Call me hater. I don't care. I I'm not into it. Oh man.
2: I'm. A, oh my God. My ego. <laughs> you know. Oh man. I know. Obviously, I came in a couple minutes late. Did we talk about AEW yet? No, we have not talked about AEW yet. That show was awesome. Mm-hmm. They did so well. And 81,000 people. Oh, man. 81,000 people in London at
0: Wembley Stadium. It was so good, dude. It was a... Like, imagine that. 81,000 people came to AEW, which this company is... It's not even four years old yet.
2: Yeah, that is insane.
0: They're coming up on four years, but they literally launched on TV in October of 2019. Like they have, they literally have not been on TV for, for four years and they almost, they didn't sell out, but they almost sold out Wembley stadium,
2: 81,000 people. That's nuts. I'm just like kind of calculating this again. Like the tickets are going to be way more. I'm just going to say $200.
0: I I know exactly where you're going with this. I was listening to, um, I I I was listening to Tony Khan in his media scrum after the show. They always do a big media scrum. The after the pay per views, WWE does the same thing too. But he was talking about the the gate, and he said that it, well over a million dollars was made at the gate. Just by the fans buying tickets.
2: Nothing else. Just by buying tickets. I just put two hundred dollars for eighty one thousand tickets and that's sixteen million. Yeah, like obviously
0: like the nosebleed bleacher seats are like they're not gonna be really expensive of any kind.
2: Yeah, but but again, the closer you get, they're they're gonna be in the thousands. You Mm -hmm. know, if you're if you're that's what I'm saying. I don't
0: know I don't know how much more, but he said well over. So that could mean um, 1.2. That could mean 1.5. That could be 1.8 million. We don't know. But there was. he said there was well over a million dollars made.
2: Yeah, but that can't be. I mean, they probably I mean, sold the like million in tickets. They're like $10. Then that's, that
1: math doesn't add up.
2: Yeah, he probably made $20 million in tickets. I, w-
1: I would imagine over everything.
0: I don't think just on tickets. I think over yeah, everything. Yeah, I
2: just um, did tickets think about 81,000 people and I just did 200 bucks a ticket. That's 16 and a half
0: million. That's what I'm saying. Like a whole bunch of those nosebleed seats. Like it's not going to be, I get what you're trying to do in median. Like I, I'm just going off of what he literally said at the media scrum, like to the press, to the wrestling press. He said that now, maybe he's not trying, obviously he's probably not trying to showboat and give off actual, he's not going to give off actual numbers. Yeah, at least not in that moment of time, but he said well over a million. He probably he probably could mean four, five, six million. Maybe it is. I don't I, know. I just did fifty bucks a ticket. It's four million for fifty bucks a ticket. Yeah, so I would admit. I I think you are probably you are probably right. And he's obviously not trying to give off. Oh yeah, no exact numbers.
2: He's probably maybe fifteen to twenty million in tickets. Probably and the, oh, well. and, the, and the and the crazy thing is he's they're doing another pay- weekend
0: in Chicago they did all in in London f- in front of 81,000 people and now this Sunday they're doing all out at the united center they're doing back to back weekend pay-per-views
2: and if you think about it Mike that's not including 50 bucks a pay-per-view people that aren't there mm mm-hmm.
0: mhm he
2: he, he, he he from what out I-
0: Grum, he said that they made well over a million dollars from ticket sales from All In. He also went on to say that if literally nobody bought a ticket and nobody came to All Out this weekend, they would still make money off of that show.
2: (laughs) It's stupid, man. It's
0: so stupid. And I, but he's the thing, I love this. I love that like professional wrestling is booming. It hasn't boomed this much in like 25 years, legitimately. You have WWE that has really bounced back over these last five years. You have AEW that not even four years old is selling 81,000 tickets at Wembley Stadium. You have NWA that's traveling the country doing a lot of big things. You have Impact Wrestling that's traveling the country doing a lot of big things with a lot of big names. Like, there's a lot to do. And that's just on the on the North American side, or at least the United States side. You're not talking about Mexico, the UK, Europe, all in general. Like, there's so much wrestling going on right now, and I love it so much. Especially me <laughs> trying to make a living in this business. You know, it's there's so many opportunities for so many people, and it's awesome, and I love it. Like, and, it's, and I feel like like for you guys, like tell me how you guys feel because like. You guys aren't die as I am, but I would put you guys more as like, kind of like, I don't want to say casual, but like you guys, you guys, you guys tune in whenever there's big stuff happening. It's like, yeah, I
2: can't I know
0: to say. It. so like when you're hearing all this, like, does it mean anything to you? Or like, do you like it that wrestling is really booming right now? Or do you not even really care?
2: Like, I, I love the idea of it. I know how much passion you have for it. And I've kind of like fed off that. And honestly, like, what really got me excited is that they got 81,000 people to go to a massive stadium in London and they're not even four years old. Like, that right there gets me so excited about the wrestling world and that realm of people just being involved in it and really enjoying it and, and people being able to make money on it. Like, it's, it's exciting. It's very, very cool.
1: hmm
2: They also
0: officially announced during All-In is that they're going to come back to Wembley Stadium in 2024 in August for another All-In. Now, I don't know how much you were joking about it, Kev, but you said immediately, oh, we have
2: to go. Are we going, Kev? Why not? Like, actually, like, why not? We're young. This is the time to do that stuff. Yeah. Like what, what? back, you know, yeah, it's like money is money can always be made. And yes, you know, we have bills and whatnot, but we know a year in advance, start saving every single month. So we have a stockpile ready to go when, you know, that time comes around. Like, why, why wouldn't we go? We've, you've wanted to go to England forever. Like, what mm-hmm. are we, what are we waiting for? Let life pass it, passes by before we do it. Like, no way. Like, let's do it. Let's plan for it. Let's go, you know, not just for a day, you know, plan a long weekend. Just go for four days, go for five, yeah. you know, and do's and be able to see the sights and, you know, see a different country, different culture. You know, it's, it's, I, I, I think we should. Yeah. You know what? I'm
0: down. What? I don't know. I don't know about you, Christian, but I'm down if we well, can make it work
2: yeah like I think we, we should make it work and the good thing is Mike is like you could we could do a whole trip like once you're in England like you could just take a train we can go to Germany we could you know we could go see other countries too all at one yeah. time yeah, yeah, their uh,
1: transportation in, uh, yeah, it's in Europe nuts. is way better than it is here it's so much better
0: public transportation in Europe is insane to me like, I, like, thinking about it, like, I, I honestly had this thought earlier today while I was working. It was like, there's no public transportations anywhere here. And if anything, it's like a few buses around and trains. But, like, nobody really takes them unless it's necessary and they have no other options. Everybody drives everywhere. And I, what made me think of it, it was like when we were watching All In at Wembley yesterday, Kev, with Dean as well. Yeah, when they did those kind of big stadium shots from like a blimp, like high up in the air, there's like no cars around Wembley. Yeah,
2: like, or
0: at least not a lot. No, that was funny you say that because I noticed that same thing. Like there's no cars. Everybody just goes there. Everybody just went there through public transportation by the trains or by buses or whatever the case may be because it's so well efficient there of the public transportation. It, it's just mind boggling to me seeing that. Like, there's no, there knows like, no cause at uh, Wembley
2: Stadium. We can go see an Arsenal game, Mike. Yes. 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 I mean, if you're there, do it. You like, sold me. You sold me. I'm in. Like,
0: let's do it where we can go do both. Aus- yeah. Arsenal. All in. Man City. Maybe. Uh,
2: by-
0: <laughs> Absolutely not. By no, <laughs> no. For-
2: Go to the Allianz Arena.
0: Oh, Jesus. But honestly, Kev,
2: if, if we can make that work, yeah. I'm down. Like, let's start planning. Like, seriously. Also, I'm not even joking. Like, let's also, start. Complete and auto
0: sidebar right now. I'm watching the White Sox game right now. They're in Baltimore against the Baltimore Orioles as we're recording this. I just have it on the TV in front of me as we're doing this. I'm pretty sure I just saw Joan Jet in the crowd. What? I'm pretty sure they just did a camera shot multiple times of Joan Jet. I'm pretty sure that's Joan Jet. If I if I know who? Who, who just said who? Who said <laughs> who said
2: that? Except Me. You. you don't know who Joan Jett is? Uh You actually don't? Oh. Uh, Wait, who is Chris. Joan Jett? Oh, Christian. Oh, oh Christian. Oh, oh, Chris. You're oh, better that. than that. Come on. You don't, on know
1: who, you don't know who Joan
0: Jett is? Joan Jet's one of the most famous singers of all time. She made, she, she's the one that's, that made Bad Reputation.
1: Oh, oh, okay. That's
2: Yeah, oh, Joan yeah, Jett. Okay. I know
1: the song. I just, uh, yeah, no. Dude, Joan bad. Jett, my sister loves Joan Jett. I, my
2: sister saw, uh, saw Joan Jett.
1: Well, you I, have to, you have to remember uh, what, what I like to listen to so that. Uh, oh yeah factor in A Little Uzi or it's, or it's not Mus-
0: Music Without Instruments yes got
1: it <laughs> oh wow oh, it's not like I listen to like Leonard Skinner or ACDC <laughs> god forbid I like
0: See, if, you, if you listen to that stuff you should know who Joan Jett is
1: that, that's classical me. rock Michael not, the Five dollars. whatever dollar whatever <laughs> genre Joan Jett is but fucking for- roll Joan Jett's rock
2: and roll. I mean, listen, I listen to a lot of rap too, but like, I know who Joan Jett is.
0: I also can't, I, 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 I'm I, just giving him a hard time because there's a lot of people. Like, any sort of rapper that you guys tell me, like, this is the biggest world, I have no idea who it is because that, that genre is just not my thing. Just rap songs and hip hop and stuff like that. Like, I got a good playlist of stuff that I like, but the me- majority of that whole kind of side of the industry, you can name me, like I can name maybe ten people, maybe, probably not even. And then uh, all the time he goes like, "Oh, this guy, who, what? He's only the biggest guy." In the world. I have no idea who you guys are talking about, so I, I can't talk too much crap to him. Uh,
2: there it is. See,
1: I, I I I admit <laughs> my faults. I
0: I admit why I admit things. I I don't hold back. One it was thing, just I... so
1: funny. Michael's like, "Who said who?
0: Who <laughs> said who?" <laughs> Because <laughs> I know Kev would be doing the same thing too, and he did do the same thing. Like, who mm-hmm. said that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> so, so we're going. So we're going to London in a year. Is what you're telling me, Kev? Kev.
2: Yes. 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 Seriously, yes. Can you imagine two bombs and a mic live from London? I'm not imagining because I know what's going to happen. So luck
1: <laughs> live from London live from live
0: from
2: London <laughs> to my
1: podcast oh wait I, I, I gotta I gotta take a sip I gotta I gotta get my bottle of water <laughs> uh, uh, <a>
0: bottle. <laughs> the thing is like, uh, we can't we can't talk wait we, <laughs> wait, we can't make fun
2: of the accents
0: because they do the same thing to us as Americans which
2: is uh, understandable I'm gonna go get my cheeseburger and hold my gun and go shoot like that's what they do we can't talk crap. We we
0: go oh, pool water, and then they go oh, I got my gun and my cheeseburger. Like they do that too,
2: guys. They make fun of us too, you know. I got my double corner pounder, my M nine, and a lot of ammo.
1: <laughs> I got my I got my Dooley. Ah, you know, wow, sitting like, by the truck drinking a beer that ain't Bud Light. Like. Uh they're drinking bush lattes out there, bro. Bush lattes. <laughs> bush latte. where, where is this this podcast has gone downhill so fast. Yeah, <laughs> it's gone off the rails ever since uh, ever since wrestle. uh Kevin decided to bring up AEW kinda of went. But you, you know what? Own. That's what's
2: great about podcasting. Can, it's all podcast, Who gets no, a crap AEW, I just want to make the call out that a lot of people know mm-hmm. her as Sasha Banks, but I believe it's Mercedes what
0: it, Monet. Yeah, she was there. Which she was, turned up. Yeah, which was insane. Mm-hmm. The crowd went nuts, dude. When they put that camera on her, just sitting in the crowd, everybody lost their minds. Which is like it, but it, but it makes sense because she's currently signed with New Japan Pro Wrestling, and her whole story of essentially just walking out of WWE and, and quitting—that whole debacle. And eventually showing up at New Japan and being there since the beginning of the year, really. And oh my she just showed up at AEW in the crowd. You know, Tony Khan talked about her in the media scrum saying like, oh yeah, like she's currently injured and she signed with New Japan, but goddamn, I'd love to have her here if she if she we could talk. So, you know, there's that too. Yeah. So dude, can you imagine Mercedes Monet in AEW? Formerly known as Sasha Banks, that
2: would be amazing.
0: That that star power alone in AW would be a huge coup for them. Like that's that would be insane. To
2: have yeah, somebody like that. Cool. There. But for people that don't know, like I still think it's super cool that there's a, a female wrestler. Um, that she's actually a dentist, like a DMD. She's actually a dentist. <laughs> and Practices, like she has her own practice and. Um, and then also wrestles like on the side, not really on the side, like she, she's full time, well, but I'm just saying, like, she also has her full time practice. Oh, yeah, she's uh, full time in everything. Yeah, so that's that's really, really cool. And I mean, like, that's so unique and good for her. Like, oh, my... list
0: listening to her story of
2: let me see going, your a moleinator. Like li- listening,
0: <laughs> listening to her story of being a full-time college student and practicing dentistry, and while also training full-time for professional wrestling, while going to the wrestling school that she went to two hours away from her college, while basically being broke. Like hearing that story is just inspirational. I think inspirational is an understatement of that. Of. She went through college and got her doctorate in dentistry while also training and working full-time as a professional wrestler. Which if you guys know anything through me, being a full-time wrestler is tough. Traveling and really making a name for yourself, not just in your city, but like you got to travel state to state. Sometimes if you get good enough country to country and make a name for yourself to where you can get signed. She did that and got her doctorate. And is a DMD legitimately. That's insane. I like, I love Britt Baker so much. Dr. Britt Baker DMD. Know that name. She is incredible. Absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> Dude, there, there was like a reality show she was on not too long ago of just kind of like, you know, in real life type of things of like an AEW type of reality show, people just doing things in real life. Like, sh- I like some of the stuff that she has. Like she has, ev- like everything Gucci that you could possibly think of, of every sort huh. of thing. Gucci, everything she has. The most expensive SUV I've ever seen in my entire life, tricked out beyond. Belief. Like she makes bank, and good for her, honestly, <laughs> she deserves that. All the hard work she put in. I'd love to meet her one day and talk to her. That'd be so great. Imagine that Britt Baker on here, interview. That'd be Wouldn't great. that be insane.
1: That I would get, be- I'd get more of the uh, Gucci hookup.
2: Oh, no oh, oh my god relax please ignore Mr. Landreth over here and that's when he says no Mr. Landreth is my father that's my father, <laughs> please, that's my father.
0: <laughs> here's the thing like would be like I know like I make an exception for you guys because you guys have been my lifelong fans but like when when I meet people and people call me Mike I tell them like no Mike was my father please call me Michael You know, because like, that's what everybody, I've never really heard anybody call my dad Michael, because I'm junior. Everyone, it's always Mike, or all my cousins say Uncle Mike. It like, it's never Michael. So when I hear Mike, I go, Michael's my father. Please call me Michael. You know, I have those moments
2: of that. No, that's totally understandable. I didn't even think about that, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I, (laughs) man, we've gone off the rails a lot, but... Does anybody have any final things that they
1: want to say? Uh, bear well, down and uh, suck, suck. Uh, Cheers. suck. Suck
2: and bear down. That's what I have to say.
0: Cheers to that. Right. Thank you all. For- <laughs> Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Two Bombs and a Mike Sports Podcast. And again, you can listen to us on Spotify, Spotify for podcasters, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere that you get your podcasts. You can follow us on our
1: socials on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, all at Two Bums and the Mike.
2: I have been Michael.
1: I have been Christian.
2: And I have been Kevin. Thank you all
0: for listening. And as always, we will see you next time.